Welcome to 10 with Zen, our podcast series for school leaders and educators. Today we're talking with Angela Holdsworth. Angela, you're the CEO at the Seaview Trust, which has five schools and a college. You also provide initial teacher training. You're a regional representative for NASEN, um, for Whole School Send, and the Teaching School Council National Send representative. So welcome, Angela, and thank you for joining us today. Thank you, Helen. So at the moment, it's tough. We all know it's really tough. Um, I know your schools are open and you've got approximately a third to half of your usual cohort of students in. What, ha- what are the priorities for students with SEND this term? I, I guess that the priorities for students with SEND are actually, you know, in many ways, the same as the priorities for all learners in all schools. And that's really about ensuring that they have great access to remote and blended learning opportunities. Um, because very few children are in school all of the time and therefore we've got to get that balance right between home learning and learning in school and make sure that it's connected and meaningful. So um, the the key difficulty that learners with SEND may have is that they're often used to a much higher level of support when they're in school and how we replicate that in the home environment is really difficult without making the parent a full-time teaching assistant which is obviously inappropriate and, and you know most parents have not got capacity um, either the time or or the sort of patience to do that and as a mum myself I know how difficult it is to educate your own children it's very very different to educating children in a school environment Um, I think one of the things that we need to be thinking about with SEND learners though is the holistic approach so when we're in school we're very much thinking whole child for our SEND learners so not just the academic but also the additional therapies the additional sort of um, health well-being mental health and well-being work that we do and how we replicate that at home is something we need to think about one of the things that most children with SEND will really benefit from is really strong and good routines so the more routine we can put in place and the more predictable that routine is so that children know at the beginning of the week what the week will look like and yes there may need to be some changes because the unexpected happens but to actually sort of foreshadow that as much as possible is really important typically those children who've got an education health care plan will be getting good support from the school most mainstream schools are open for those children will have them in most special schools have got an offer there although because that's all of their learners they may not be able to offer places all day every day for all of their children and keep everyone else safe Um, so I think for those learners talk to your school find out what's going on that's the most um, healthy way of working for children who are normally on send support their their support can often be slightly more subtle so it's sort of important to understand and for the school to talk to the family about what they would normally be doing and for class teachers to share the, the specific approaches that work for that child that's that's really helpful thank you and i thought the your your comments about routine is really important because that's that's something which can be done at home regardless of what's happening with school learning can't it actually sticking to a routine that helps build security is really important and that is something that we can all do absolutely and i think you know for everybody's mental health whether your child's got additional needs or not having those good routines and being able to say right well school work's finished now we're back to to normal this is our normal home environment is really important yeah now that's really helpful thank you and so what issues will school leaders need to understand in order to make sure good decisions and plans are in place 
I think um, one of the, the things that we need to keep at the forefront, which should be at the forefront for all leaders, because every leader is a leader of SEND, and I firmly believe that, and that is absolutely the case in our trust schools. Um, I think inclusion, not exclusion. So where things can be done for all children who are remote learning or on a blended offer, then we should do them for everybody. And if they are things which actually support learners with SEND better, that's fantastic. Because everything you do for a learner with send won't undermine the education of learners who haven't got send it will actually help reinforce um, but it will make those learners who do have additional needs not feel quite as different so I think it's really important in these difficult times that everybody feels that they're part of the whole so trying to make sure that where you know an offer is being made that is different it's very obvious what's what's the general offer that everybody gets that's really good high quality teaching and then what's the additionality that we're making for these specific children but make them feel and their families feel included because that's so important to us all really as human beings beings um, the the other key issue that I think you know we need to understand is around risk and risk assessment so for some special needs there are real risks around being in schools because you know we have children who have medical needs mm -hmm. and therefore working with families understanding how the family feels understanding the knowledge that families hold I mean parents are primary educators they're the first people they know their child the best and therefore we need to have those conversations with parents about is it safe for your child to be in school? These are the things we're doing, being really open and honest about what's possible and what's not possible. And then what would you like to do in this situation? And not vilifying parents who don't want to send their children and understanding that parents who do want to send their children in, you know, sort of are doing that because, you know, in the global and holistic picture, they are feeling that it would be a benefit their child to be in school rather than, than be at home all of the time. So working with those individuals and that risk assessment is so important okay so there's some really important messages there about seeing seeing people as individuals um, risk assessments around health and care and safety which are really important and inclusion uh, which is underpins all of our work doesn't it so that's that's really helpful thank you um, communication is something which i think we, we've all felt it very hard when communication and uh, guidelines have changed very last minute very late at night um, how can communications with parents and students be effectively and sensitively delivered when some of those messages are really quite hard to hear aren't they yeah, and I think, you know, sort of um, the it's been very difficult for school leaders in the current climate because decision making has been so sort of rapid yeah. and change has been so rapid. And none of us as human beings cope well with change. We all like our routines, as we talked about earlier. So it is important that, you know, sort of we inform people as soon as possible. But I think sometimes that's quite difficult because, you know, for large schools, for trusts who are trying Trying to get out sort of central messaging you are then communicating with large numbers of people and that then isn't bespoke to the individual we know that communication is best when we can make it relevant to the individual that we're communicating with and you know there hasn't been the time and space to do that I think the key thing is where people have sort of received those communications and been distressed in any way by them it's so important to get back to that individual talk to them on a one-to-one -one, understand their 
context which will be unique and sort of provide an offer and support which will work for them as a family. Um, I think it's so important to be honest and it's so important to be respectful. And whenever we're working with families, you know, they are the things, you know, that, that we would should be thinking about in terms of how would I feel in this situation? And, you know, are we getting this right? Yeah. So, you know, be open, take the criticism. There's, there's a lot of it out there. Um, you know, take it on the chin, acknowledge it, and then explain why you have made the decisions you've made. Most people, parents, staff, everybody um, want to reach and understanding with people. Again, it's part of our human nature to try to get to, to a balanced position. So, you know, treat people with respect and, and my hope would be that we take everybody with us. It's a challenging time for us all. Mm, it is, and there's, again, some lovely messages there about understanding, which, which requires a lot of listening, doesn't it? So remembering that our communication isn't just what we tell, it's actually what we hear and how we understand and how we speak to people's concerns, really. Totally. Um, and actually that whole point about why helping people understand why the decisions that have been made have been made um and and a lovely thing about actually responding quickly to people who who are upset who are concerned by something okay um one last question angela because time presses on um can you share some of the really practical solutions that you've been able to put into practice at the seaview trust and we're just thinking maybe one or two ideas yeah, um, absolutely. Um, I think, you know, one of the things that I need to mention through my Nason and Whole School Send work is there's some great resources on the Nason Gateway. And at the moment, Nason membership is free. So I would really advise any teachers out there to get signed up to the Nason Gateway, get on there, look at the resources. Um, the Oak Academy resources, again, as a trust, we've actually been involved with providing teachers and doing some of the curriculum planning for the specialist curriculum. Uh, really useful resources, not absolutely perfect, not all lessons go exactly according to plan but I think that's so healthy particularly for teachers and parents to see the reality is we're not all perfect all day every day and um, you know the, the therapeutic elements that are on there are also really helpful for families I think that sort of um, actually sort of using some so teaching young people with additional needs to wear masks now they don't have to wear masks but it's much more inclusive if they do so actually teaching them about why we have masks and, and how to put one on safely that's something that a parent can do with a child at home which is actually a really positive sort of interaction you could do together um, and then thinking about sort of where there is remote learning happening working with the child before you do the learning you know, sort of letting them do their learning and then working with them afterwards to make sure that they can actually sort of embed the learning. And I suppose that the final thing I'd say is all of the activities you would be doing in the home normally, can you make them educational? So if you're doing the washing, can you pair the socks? Can you sort the colours? Because they're the sorts of things where children don't feel like they're learning, particularly young children or children with more complex needs, but they can actually be learning loads whilst you're doing it. So don't make it really difficult. And if you can't get the schoolwork done that comes home, don't don't beat yourself up over it. You've tried and that's enough. And just be kind to yourself, really. It would be my key message. And that's a good message, actually. Be kind to yourself, definitely. And you just tell us what NASEN stands for. I'm not sure all our listeners will know. 
National Association of Special Educational Needs. And then Whole School Send is a branch of NASEN, which is sort of contracted by the DfE to do work to support children in schools um, and to support school staff in getting the right continuing professional development to be, you know, the best teachers and the best support staff they can be. Uh, we also work with local authorities as well to help them where they've had a, a, a sort of a, a challenging um, Ofsted review. Okay, thank you. Thanks for that. Angela, it's been brilliant to talk with you today. Thank you so much for sharing openly and honestly. And we wish you and the Seaview team every success with the work you're doing. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Thank you very much, Helen. Thank you for having me.